Welcome to Building an Empire State of Mind with your hosts, Carly Grunman and Jennifer Champion. Carly and Jennifer are on a mission to help a million people achieve financial freedom through real estate. Are you looking to get started in real estate or need help getting your next deal? Carly and Jennifer are hosting a five-day free challenge, November 13th to 17th at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time every day. They will go over mindset, how to pick a market, how to find deals, and much more. Grab the link in the show notes to register today. In today's episode, Jennifer chats with self-image coach Jacqueline Francis about how you can change your image, be seen, and live life on your own terms. Please, I I want to know how your speaking engagement went. Like, I want to know it all. Oh, it was really good. Yeah. I mean, I was very nervous. I was upstairs (laughs) the morning of, like, literally pacing back and forth in the hotel room, which... I mean, I figured I would be, but yeah, just sort of, you know, like trying to say everything that I wanted to say. Um, Alfonso was great. He gave me really good feedback in terms of like just how to make it better, which was awesome. People found me on Instagram after and like started chatting with me and stuff. So that's cool. Um, Yeah, it was, it was good. I was, yeah, I was uncomfortable for sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's going to feel like very foreign, right? And especially the first time somebody, it was James, um, James, I uh, can't remember his last name right now, <laughs> but he told me he's seen like a video. I think Alfonso had played for them the very first time he did like public speaking and they're like complete okay. night and day of like how he's evolved to like that first time trying to get up there. Right. And it's yeah. a pro it's, it's really just a, like the, a journey. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think being open to feedback and sort of yeah. like how you pull that story out of yourself and, yeah. you know, just, I, I don't really do public speaking, especially the, like on the stage. I mean, in groups, I have no problem speaking, but you're kind of like eye to eye. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's just that like on the stage was another level and you know that everyone is watching you and listening to you. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so how did you feel like afterwards? Like, did you feel that something that you would consider doing and you're like, Hey, maybe yeah. I could be open to this idea. Yeah, I'll definitely do it again. So he asked me to speak at his larger conference in December. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think it's, I think people, I just need to keep doing it. It's like anything, right? Keep doing it. You'll yeah. get better at it. You'll get less scary. I mean, I don't know, does it? Because if the stages get bigger, I feel like I'm still no, going to be I don't think so. But I think, I think it comes back to like, you know, embodying a part of you that can now become in your identity, a speaker. Right. And, and adding that into your daily practice. Like I am a good public speaker. What I right. say resonates with people. You know, I share information that helps others change their lives. Like, however you want to word that and add that into your daily practice and become become that. Right. Yeah. And I think that was one of the really cool things is that the people that did reach out to me, you know, our moms have kids, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, I think just letting people realize that, I'm just a regular person. I worked for the government. Like I didn't, you know, come from some like crazy background, which is, you know, why I accomplished what I accomplished in the three years. But 
yeah. So it, it was really cool. But yeah, like you said, definitely. Yeah. Just having like the confidence in myself and mm -hmm. as well, I'm, I'm very competitive with myself. So I think that's the other thing as well is just like, okay, now how do I better? So how can you give yourself grace then and remove some of the resistance of feeling being competitive against yourself? Like, can you do some forgiveness work around the word being competitive with myself and almost reframe it to like, well, you know what, how can I just do better than I was yesterday? Mm, mm, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, I definitely am very proud of myself for getting up there and doing it. It was a crazy week leading up to that. Um, like Seth was in and out of the hospital. Oh, yeah. Our kids were sick. I think it was, it was either like the Thursday or Friday. I was like, am I going, am, am I doing this? And he's like, you have to go. He's like, you've been talking about it. You want to do it. Like, just you go. We'll be fine. Oh my gosh. That story is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, even just that, right. And, and I did want to go, but at the same time, I, I, you know, realize that our kids are five and two. And I'm like, you just came home from emergency last night. Like, so yeah. So was, can I share something with you? Yeah. When we decide to call something into our lives, right. And we're like, this is what you wanted. You've asked for it. You've been journaling about it. Then the law of opposites. So the opposite starts to show up in your 3d world, right? Seth going to the hospital, the kids, and then you start to question, the doubts start to come up. So then how do we still stay in alignment with the thing that we asked for, even though all these things around us are happening? Because you could have easily succumbed to, okay, you know what, I'm not going to go, you're right. And then you end up being in the same position with the same thoughts and feelings that have led you to where you are right now. Right. Because and, and we have to recognize what is happening. Like, OK, thank you, opposite. Thank you for showing up. I, I see what's happening here. But my desire is to be that, which is, I you know, what I called for, which is a public speaking and didn't like things resolved itself. You you went. They were mm -hmm. fine. And you yeah, did what you needed to do. <laughs> And you had this whole amazing experience that now when you're looking for evidence to support what's going to happen in December. And you're like, Oh my God, how, you know, how am I going to like show up there? It's a bigger audience. You can now pull from this evidence in your life that, Hey, I went here. This is what I did to prepare. This is the feedback that I got. Now I'm just going to be, you know, better. Right. Yeah. So is that sort of what you do? Like when that opposite appears is you just like recognize it, but still like just navigate through it essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's going to show up because when we call in something big for our lives, well, that that's a manifestation trying, like we, we got it, but then other things are going to show up in our life. That's going to try to take us off course. But, but how right. do we stay disciplined, persistent in the desire, right? Mm -hmm. By staying true to what we called in and, and just having the belief that everything is going to work out regardless of what we're seeing in the physical world, because our right. mind already, like we've already drawn the thing to us that we've wanted, but because there's night and day, because there's good and bad, the opposite of what we call will show up in our lives. Interesting. Hmm. That's very, very interesting. Yeah. And I, now we like, even just like thinking back, like when I first started 
in real estate. Like we bought our first duplex in March. So it was COVID and I was already nervous, right? Like buying a duplex across the country. Um, you know, I, I wasn't, I didn't tell anyone about it. Like my, my, um, like Seth knew really, I don't even know if I told my best friend because I was like, oh my God, what if it just goes so sideways? I don't want to have to like tell people that, but yeah. And like, so as I was moving through things and then COVID happened and then the institution that was going to be lending was like, oh, we can't fund you today. We're moving home. And I remember thinking, I was like, is this a sign? I was like, is this the sign that I shouldn't be doing it? Because I mean, three years ago, I had no, no idea about the laws of anything. So yeah, it's interesting to look back and then see how that happens. Right. Yeah. And then most people, right. That do not understand sometimes how the laws work and how we attract the things that in which, you know, we're aligned to, we'll look at it just like you did. Cause I've done that before and say, Oh, it wasn't meant to be instead right. of just persisting through it. Right. Like the whole reason that we're, I feel we're on this earth is to do things that are bigger than us. That is going to feel scary, but then things are going to show up. That's going to then almost throw us off course. And what are we really here to do? Are we here to then, you know, feel small and allow these things to keep us in the same position that we once were. And so every time we take a step up, we're going to always keep coming back because our set point is to just keep coming back to the same place until we shift and really just walk through the fear. And something within you was like, hey, I'm going to get this mortgage. Doesn't matter if it's COVID, we're making this work. And yeah. if, if you think about it, if your life, if you didn't take that step, right? Oh, I think about it all the time because like if we hadn't... <laughs> duplex the trajectory of my life would be completely different like we wouldn't be talking right now you you look at like the friend circle I have right now like outside of you know like my girlfriends who we've been friends for forever but yeah we we would not be in the same life we're in right now by any means yeah exactly that's true. So it's, it's when you, and then when you start to understand these principles about life, you really can see them for what it is and persist through them because we're going to experience life in, you know, through the ups and downs, it's the law of rhythm. Things are mm -hmm. going to go up. Things are going to go down. So when we're in turbulent times, like, which as you know, right now in real estate, everybody's experiencing kind of a low point, but how do we stay on top of that? Do we allow what's happening in our lives or what we hear in the media to affect, like how, knowing that things will get better? Right. Yeah. It's interesting too, because people just always describe it as like a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what it is, right? Law of rhythm. If you look it up, yeah. says life moves in a rhythm of ups and downs. But yeah. again, roller coaster, it's the wording. It can sound so like, oh, it's just going to come crashing down. It's going to go up really high. But when you yeah. say rhythm, it's very feminine. It's very, it's softer. So you're yeah. able to be like, yeah, life flows. No matter what you go through, there's, there's going to always be that flow of good and bad and, you know, struggle and easy. But how can we experience life in the best way possible, even when times are not as ideal as we'd like them to be, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that definitely plays a part in like the practice of gratitude, right? And just being 
I mean, I'm so grateful for all of the ups and the downs in the last however many years, because it directly affects the decisions we make moving forward, right? So that we don't make those same decisions and have that same result. Yes, exactly. And and that's one thing for me that I've learned too. Like I, I never understood fully what gratitude was until I started, you know, getting into like all of this understanding of who I'm being and all the answers are within me because when we do have gratitude for our journey and the ups and the downs, we, you know, it changes something within us. It really helps us to understand that no matter what happens in life, like we are always being guided and protected and like, what's the worst that can really happen, you know? And even then, great being grateful for the journey our growth happens in darkness our growth happens when things are not going ideally because it's easy to always talk about our wins and oh look at us and like you know for you guys oh look at the complex that we did but nobody sees the manifestation of the journey that you guys go through the sweat the tears the nights where you're just like I don't want to do this anymore right but you persist through and then you were like, wow, I'm so grateful that we were able to look back on, but only you guys know because you're in the gratitude of the whole experience. Right. Yeah. People definitely just think it's like sunshines and rainbows and they're like, oh yeah, I want to build and develop. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, do you understand everything that's involved? I was like, yeah, it's really magical at the end when they're all pretty and everything for sure. but. Yeah. And then when you are like you, I know you have a gratitude practice, you know, you're sitting down and you're going through the things that you're grateful for. Like it really changes, I think, within us something chemically when you start to even if you're like worried about something, you just kind of like shift like, okay, you know what? How can I still be grateful, even though this may be showing up for me right now? And like, I think you can literally feel that shift instantly. And you just keep like telling yourself like, okay, yeah, I'm grateful for this. Like what's around me? Like I'm so abundant. Like look at all this amazing stuff that's happened. And then you change your mind. Like you're, you're literally taking the process of a negative thought and you're shifting it into gratitude where then your mind starts to look for the positive and the good instead of spiraling down the roller coaster of the negative thoughts and emotions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. There's so, and especially with doing so many builds, right? There's something on every site that's going wrong all the time. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, well, maybe not wrong, but you know, not as it should, right? Leo yeah. told me the same thing the other day. I'm like, oh, everything's going to go smoothly. He's like, no, there's no such thing as smoothly. <laughs> like, oh yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think that we're just at the point too, where we know that as well. Right. So just like communication with trade so that you can get things back on schedule. And, but at the same time, I would say you know, with Seth being on site um, a lot more than I am, I, after these years, am definitely more like receptive when he's like, okay, so this happened or that didn't happen. I'm like, okay, so what do we do to make that happen? And then when am I moving the next person to instead of it, like before, you know, like our very first build, it was like the end of the world. Right. And and actually I remember talking to my mom about this too, like in high school, right. Everything that happened in high school was just like, the end of the world and then you get through high school and you're like oh I have this whole other life to live like why did it seem so crazy and so monumental in high school but yeah yeah, I mean I think just 
continuing. I mean, and I'm trying to get him to do a lot more of it too, but um, yeah, he's not, he's not there yet, which is fine. Um, But yeah, just, you know, being like, okay, that happened. Let's move forward. Okay. What do we have to do instead of, yeah, just, you know, consuming. And then you're like, Oh my God. Like you feel like it's a personal attack or something. Yes. Like that. Yeah. 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 And I love how you said that because so can I ask you, when did you start to notice that you were able to not give things meaning? That's basically what it is. Everything mm-hmm. in our life is what it is. Any circumstance situation that happens, you have to not give it a meaning because the minute that like, okay, the bill didn't go right or the you know contractor didn't show up, you hear that you internalize it and then you start going on this tangent. But if you're like, okay, they didn't show up. Cool. How can I move forward from it? When you don't give things meaning, you can just be neutral about the situation and then come from a place of being able to respond rather than react. So where, how did you, how were you able to make that shift when you weren't able to like look at something like that and then feel so terrible about it? Or you guys are now, you know, complaining both back and forth about why it happened and you're you're going down this whole like energy circle. Yeah, I would say definitely. I mean, I I guess just over time too, right? Um, When I first started in real estate, I felt like, you know, if someone said no for financing, I felt like they were like personally saying no to me, right? Whereas, you know, now I've learned that, okay, maybe they just didn't like that deal or the lender isn't, you know, um, as, you know, maybe they're risk adverse, that sort of thing. But I would say probably, I don't know, like within the last like six months to a year, I've just really noticed, and I've said this to Seth, I'm like, it's just so interesting, you know, like things just work out. You know, if you're like, oh, I have to, like, I have to do this. And so when, when's that going to happen? And then it just like works out. And so I think just not stressing so much about, um, like, how it's going to work out and just, yeah. yeah, and just letting, letting things happen and, you know, only doing what's in, excuse me, our control, right? Like if, yeah, if insulators don't show up, like I don't have any control over that. So why am I going to let it, you know, ruin our entire day, right? Like, obviously it's stressful and it's very annoying, but okay, we need to get them to finish and then we'll never use them again, right? So that sort exactly. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so there's a lot of things I want to unpack in just what you said. Not worrying <laughs> about the how. I know, sorry, just all these things are coming That's up. Okay. Not worrying about the how. So important. And I think what you've done, whether you realize it or not, is that you've created some new beliefs, right? Like believing that everything is always working out is a belief. Like you've picked that up somewhere, and then you started to see evidence in your life where yeah, things do work out and you're believing it before you can see it. So that's what's so powerful about what you're saying to yourself constantly and going into these situations with that ideal, holding that belief. And then you are coming from this place of, well, regardless of what happens, I'm still going to be in alignment with my state of being. So if I'm going to wake up in the morning and I have my gratitude practice and and I'm kissing Seth goodbye for the day and I'm with the kids, I feel absolutely amazing. So why should I allow something outside of me to take away that peace and that joy and that happiness? Because I'm in control of that. And the minute I allow that outside circumstance to change the way I feel, I'm becoming a victim to that situation or to that person. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So how could we just be more, you know, in alignment to the things that we want? Because then this is how then you attract what you want. Like you're, you're vibrationally be, becoming a match to the good, the positive, not, you know, focusing on things that will, you know, maybe in the past get you upset and then you're upset. Now you're in this other type of vibration. Then you're like annoyed with the kids. You're annoyed with everything else around you. You go to sleep thinking about the thing. You wake up thinking about the thing and then you're just looping. Yeah. I think like just identifying what's wrong and then putting a solution in place instead of, you know, like thinking about it for days on end. Right. Yeah. I think just like addressing it head on. Whereas, you know, I, I would say when we first started, you know, if someone said no to financing, I was like, okay, well that deal just isn't meant to be yours or something like that. Right. And I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't really like try to go to any like extra length or anything like that. Right. I'm like, okay, I've tried three lenders. That's, that's it. You know, whereas now I would just, I, I think I would just be more proactive too though. Right. Like I would yeah. be sending deal to brokers and then seeing who wants that deal sort of thing. And yeah, when things go wrong, it's just like, okay, what do we need to do? Let's do it yeah. and move on. And then not really like dwell on it because I mean, me getting mad at Seth, Seth getting mad at me or, or whoever, it's not going to solve the problem. Right. And then, no. yeah, just in a bad mood. <laughs> but this is where like, normally, like this is how people live, right? They do not understand. And I think, you know, a lot of credit to you for doing some of the work and changing some of your beliefs and you know coming from a place of well I can I can kind of create how I want to live my life if that makes like I mean you understand right um and then it's easier to navigate life this way when you're in this state so then your being how you are and how you show up in the world comes from like the things that you're doing Right. So when you're being a certain way, then everything that you do becomes easier, becomes lighter. It's not so stressful. I mean, we're always going to experience stress, but you're not staying there. You're going to feel right. the emotion. And you're like your your solution focus. So your brain's going to be like, okay, what's the solution? Let's you know figure out how we're going to move past this. Or you know, and then the minute you make the decision, things come. Things show up. The person will come. The phone call will come, and you will figure it. Things will get figured out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. <laughs> I know. Right. And then um, I just want to touch on the point where you said about like wanting Seth to do the work. Mm -hmm. I would say just hold a vision. I've had, I spoke to a lady once that wanted her husband to study with her. Some of like the thinking into results and Bach Proctor and just get him on the same, like, you know, idea of understanding, um, just the energetics of life, I guess you can say, because men are very masculine and they're very like, I need to see the results before I can believe that it's going to work. So yeah. how do we switch that? Right. So she said that she kept like, like, you know, using her imagination and just like visualizing her husband learning to just pick up a book and start questioning it and or like you know writing it out like you know me and I don't remember what his name is you know we studied together or you know he was able to understand when I said this and through that repetition she found within like a couple of months he started to like you know ask and he started to question so then when by the time I was talking to her she's like yeah he like studies with me now he totally gets it he's much more happier he sees like how like you know he's making more money now so it's like, we have to continue to do the thing 
And then they will follow, like our outside world will follow the thing that we're doing. Like it will right. just follow alignment with it, but the work comes from us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, he's sort of like not caught on, but kind of like embraced some of the things like, you know, just even just texting me, like what he's grateful and stuff. You know, I don't by any means ever seeing him writing in a journal, but who knows, maybe one day. Um, but he's definitely like, I need, well, even with a vision board, right? So we like have a vision board and then, you know, for him, it felt like, will we ever get there? So what we did on like the outside of the vision board was put the pictures of everything that we have achieved so that he could Ooh. see like forward, but also, you know, like this is what we've been doing and not to lose sight of that. Cause I think definitely with my personality, it's like, once it's achieved, okay, that's over we don't really talk about it. We, we don't even really celebrate it either. Right. It's like on to the next thing, which doesn't work for his personality. Yeah. So then this is why you compliment each other because you can slow down to the speed of love. Okay. Let's put it that way where you can <laughs> take a moment and say, look at what we have done, because this is where um, for both of you to continue to do this work together is to celebrate the wins and that, I mean I came from a place where people are like no we don't celebrate until the whole thing is done and even then you know we don't want to like but I think it's kind of wrong because if we don't celebrate the process how are we ever going to feel good about what we're doing when things don't feel like they're going in the right direction right because that is where we need to like get our spirit and our guidance from to be like oh no that worked out so then you become more confident in the decisions. You become more confident in knowing that it may look like this, but I know it's going to turn out for the best. Mm -hmm. Well, and even when some things don't turn out, it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? It's just it that's still turned not out for the best. Yeah. Yeah. And take whatever you need to take from that and then like redirect yourself, right? Exactly. Because the pivot, I mean, you pivot because one way you go you know, in one direction and it just, you know, isn't the direction that you meant to go in. So then you pivot and then you realize, so I always say, even when things are not working out, they're still working out. Mm -hmm. Right. Because then you can look back after and be like, oh yeah, that's why, you know, I got five no's because I had to, you know, then contact this person that got me in contact with that person that got the project moving along. Right. Yeah. Like it really does happen for our like our growth and just to kind of you know life points us in the right direction even though like we're not able to see it at the moment uh, yeah in, of what's happening but I feel like you do you totally can look at something that may to anybody else be like oh my gosh why is this happening but you're like okay that's cool I got this you know it's mm -hmm. meant to happen so I can move in this other direction we can change the chess pieces around yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been really interesting the last few years. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, even like with building. So like for one of our larger projects right now, we're looking at having a builder come in and do it just because of uh -huh. the scope. And, you know, Seth and I were talking the other day and we're like, even with our custom homes, I'm like, why, why are we doing this? Why don't we just pay someone cost plus and then we get to enjoy our kids. Mm. And so, yeah, just, you know, like on Halloween, Seth had to leave because someone left a door unlocked. So he had to drive all the way out to site, lock this door, come all the way back, miss trick-or-treating. And I'm like, why are we doing this? Like for yeah. like what amount of money we could just 
you know, not be like the active builder on custom homes and then, you know, have more time for our kids. Right. So, yeah, I think, I think the other thing that people really need to be open to is pivoting. I think people have this like straight line of what they believe or they want or think their life should look like. And Mm. I think people don't feel okay about going against that. Where like I thought I wanted to be a builder. And then, you know, I'm like, hmm, maybe I don't want to be a builder. You know, um, buying multifamily and, you know, doing that remotely, that was much less involved and everything like that. And that's how we started too, right? So yeah. We're always learning from what we're I doing. Know, I know, I know. And and that's huge because you're right. Like we get so fixated on our own ideas and things working out the way we think they should work out and so we get attached to this and then when they don't go that way we we feel guilty we feel bad and we put all this like judgment on ourselves where you can release that by just having a new belief that you know what if my life has to pivot that's just the way it has to go and I'm okay with that because it's still going to end up working out you learn more about yourself that way you realize sometimes what you do not want to do and what you do want to do right Justin what you said you guys you know like like you guys took on these projects to be the builders and now as you're going through it you're like "Mm, I don't know anymore this may not be what we really truly wanted to do but how would you have known that if you didn't actually do it right yeah would would have never known yeah so that's so important to still continue to take the steps Because Mm -hmm. that is the only way we're going to find out, you know, what is right for us and what's not right for us. Instead of like sitting back, because you could have chosen not to do any of this. It could have just been a simple decision, right? But I think it makes you more stronger and more resilient when you do, you've taken the leap and then you're like, hey, you know what, along the path, you're like, yeah, maybe we don't want to do this. Like, you know, we are, we just came back from Synergy Weekend, right, a few weeks ago. And It was so amazing to just see how many investors had to pivot, how many investors are selling stuff because when they, you know, two years ago, they thought this is great. Let's get these buildings. Let's do all these things. But now it's like, this doesn't make sense for my life anymore. Why am I doing this? Why am I having to, you know, work all this extra, you know, hours and time and put all of this into managing these buildings and these properties? This is not what I asked for when I signed up. Right. I think people have this like idea of what they think investing in real estate is going to be. And then, yeah, but I mean, it is really what you can make it. And at least they have the opportunity to sell things and pivot. and Right. But I think it's feeling okay and making that decision without feeling bad about making the decision, because then it's like, Oh my God, my portfolio, like you can feel a lot of guilt around that. And then it can really like make you stay in that place. And then you're going down the spiral of like, I'm not good enough. And I can't believe I spent all like, it's just not good. But if you can get behind your decision and know that, Hey, I'm making this decision out of love, out of the best for me and my family. And, you know, I may have to take a few steps back if that's what you think that that you're doing to get ahead. Well, do it. There's, there's right. no rule, right? Like we can yeah. break the rules. And yeah, even it, with the investing, we, when we first got into it, it was sunshine and roses. 
Okay. It was like, we took these courses and it was like, yeah, you can do this and burr. And then we got into it. We became active and we're like, wow, nobody talks about this part of it. Yeah. 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 I know that's why when people are like, oh, you know, if you had to do it again, would you like invest in your backyard or would you invest out of it? And I was like, out of it. I was like in my backyard. I'm like, oh, I'll come fix that. I'll come do that. Like out of your backyard, you have to, I'm not flying across Canada every time someone needs something. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also so interesting how like just two people, you know, like how I'm fine with the pivot. I'm like, I'm glad we did this. I'm so grateful for all the opportunities that we've had. Um, you know, Seth and I, like in the last couple of weeks have just been having a lot of conversations about that, you know, just so grateful to go through this, learn so much and like still, still be so young. Right. And I mean, it's not like anything like, you know, air quotes bad has happened, but you know, is it what we thought it was going to be for sure? Not right. So yeah, I, I think I'm just really grateful especially him you know he is very like tell me what to do and I will go do that job yeah and so I he really relies on me a lot to sort of like paint that big picture and be like okay and like and then we're gonna have this and our life's gonna look like that and he loves all that so when he's like okay so we're not gonna do this anymore we're thinking not about doing this he's like what does that look like I'm like fine okay hold on just a minute let me paint a new picture yeah Yeah. I was like we're not going backwards we're just we've learned so much and like we're so far ahead of where we were when we started that it's just going a different direction right and I love like and that's so important like the awareness that you have really gets you through these times because if you don't like the way you're speaking right now, it's so impactful because if you don't have this awareness, you will just live from the negative and from all looking at all the things that are going wrong and just being stuck in that energy. Because it's so easy to, to to just go down that road and then to, you know, talk about it with other people and then just, it just spirals, right? The spiral. The other people, because it's, it's, it's so sad that like we're almost there for someone more if they are like in a bad place or have negative mm-hmm. things to say. Um, I think my friends are very aware that you can complain about something like maybe three times around me and then I'll just sort of like fade away or else I'm going to be like, are you doing any- anything about it? No. Okay. That's it. We're, we're done. You can't complain about that to me anymore. Um, but there's like just that. not, you know, you really have to find your like, group of people for those wins and those positive things because people almost are just like oh there's another win for her and it's like oh my god no they don't they can't be happy about it through all the stuff I had to go through to get here (laughs) that's what um my coach Hannah will say people are so happy to give you a shovel to bury your dreams because they've buried theirs yeah that's a good one (laughs) that's really good (laughs) <laughs> like here you go here's the show yeah. Go ahead. yeah but it's but, true right yeah and then you have to find supportive communities that is who's going to uplift you and know and celebrate these wins like why are we not celebrating success why are we not in groups where they normalize success and wealth and having these things and being okay with them yeah 
Well, and especially as females too. So I actually went, yeah. I met this woman through, through like a, another woman, but she does basically, it's kind of like a financial advisor and money planner to this group of women, which is so cool. So I went and presented about our mutual fund trust to oh, them yeah. and it was amazing. Yeah. I was like, you just want me to talk about money and real estate for half an hour. Okay. <laughs> like, And then so a lot of women um, reached out to her and wanted to invest. So then I did like zooms with them and oh. it was just so cool. Like they were almost like more supportive than some people who are like actually in my life. Right. And yeah. There was just that like plain level field that we just wanted to talk about how to take our money and make more money. And, you know, it was, it was really cool. And, and the conversations like that just don't happen, right? People are so like scared to talk about money, which is yeah. you know, still bizarre to me. <laughs> I think we've built a culture around that. Like, even when I was growing up, it was like, you know, don't talk about what you make. Don't tell anybody oh. about what you bought your house for. Don't tell anybody yeah. about what mortgage rate you're paying. But it's like, but why are we living in this secrecy? Like, what are we hiding? Yeah. Yeah. It's really like there was definitely no talk about money um, in my household. That's for sure. I, I never had any idea what my parents made. And there was also never talk about like investments or anything like that between like my aunts and uncles and my parents and stuff like that. Um, yeah, just so bizarre. So bizarre. I know. Well, people come from a very competitive nature. It's like, oh, let's not tell them what we're doing because we don't want them to do the same thing. Like this, this greed almost, or this like lack of, like there's not enough in this world. Like, so then when we are conditioned this way to feel that there's a lack of things, right? And I found yeah. this when we we're looking for multifamilies where just because we were in this group of investors and everybody was looking for multifamily did not mean that there weren't like a thousand properties that we all, that was plenty for all of us to find the right deal for us. Right. But when you're coming from such lack and scarcity, like it's not, it's not good. Like why are we not collaborating more? Right. Yeah. Well, see, and that's always so interesting too, because people are like, man, you like tell everyone exactly what you're doing. I'm like, yeah, I'm like 95% of those people won't take the next step. I Never. can tell, I can tell everyone, but unless you are willing to like believe in yourself and take that next step, it, it doesn't matter. You're like, oh, yeah. that's really interesting. I'm like, why would I hold anything back? I like, yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, that speaks to your authenticity. Like we we talk about this word now, like how you want to show up, how you're going to show up authentically. But that is being authentic, just talking about your life and sharing and not like, why are we holding things back? Unless we have some shame and guilt around that, which then we need to work through. We are literally not helping other people if we hold things back. Right. Right. Absolutely. We had yeah. friends that like two different, you know, set of friends and Leo, they were seeing what we were doing in the real estate world. And, you know, they both asked at different times. Leo shared what he was doing to both set of friends. And then we seen one took action and one didn't. And the one that didn't took take action was like, oh, you know, how come you guys don't invite me out to these things? How come you guys aren't like doing all these things? And like Leo was like, guy, I told you, you know, go do this, sign up here and just get yourself immersed. But yeah. it, it was whatever they were feeling at the time, the lack, the fear. But then now you're looking at it and asking us, well, 
you know, why are you not inviting me out to, to places or what, why can't I come? Well, you're not going to understand, first of all, like we can't invite you to certain things, but we gave you the decision, right? Like we can only share the information with others. It's really up to them to then take that next step for themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure like you've seen that too, where it's like, you know, you're doing the speaking engagements and you're, you're telling people and like your evidence that like this shit works, like it works if you are persistent with it and you can share that all you want, but it's the people that are the risk taker that want more for their lives that will step outside their comfort zone to do it rather than people that are comfortable living in that loop day to day. And then just sitting back and going, well, why is my life changing? Well, and I always find it so interesting because people are like, oh, wow, like you really took a risk. I'm like, it's not like I just like look at a property and I'm like, that's pretty. And then I buy it. It's a very calculated risk, right? It's, yeah. It's calculated, so, so calculated. Yeah, and I talk about that too. It's based on numbers, guys. I'm not just like yeah. buying this. <laughs> yeah. And well, you know, like buying across the country, you know, I, I started with a duplex, right? It's not like I went out there and like, bought this massive portfolio or anything like that but yeah I mean it's so interesting too I can't remember where I just read this or saw this but you know like you said what's the worst that can happen but someone's like what's the best that can happen right when you go and you like make a decision and do something and I'm like oh I really like that instead of always being like what's the worst that can happen Um, exactly I know it's and, and it's always coming back to these reframings, right? Like, how can we just reframe something in our wording? And it comes through our subconscious when we're speaking and just little things just like pop out. We don't even realize, right? Like, even with that, like, what's the worst that could happen? Whereas what's the best thing? Like, that is two complete different energies when you're coming, when you're saying it to somebody or saying it to yourself, right? Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when you're coming from a lens of, well, you know what? Things do always work out for me. Why wouldn't they work out for me? Instead of the opposite, then you tend to shift, you know, you you shift the vibration and then you start moving towards the thing that you, you do want to happen. Mm-hmm. I think that's the other thing as well, though, you know, even just having like that mindset of everything works out to me, people almost find it like not arrogant, but almost annoying. And I'm like, so you're annoyed because you live in a negative state of mind? Like, I'm so confused. Yeah, but then it speaks to them, right? Like, it really, like, other, and I've learned this recently, too. Like, when we say things to other people and then they get annoyed or they, you know, have, like, a weird vibe, it's them. It's like, you are, like, we're mirroring something in them that they can't see for themselves or they don't think that's possible for them. So then they get annoyed when we say it because they just can't, see it for themselves but then you'll go and talk to another friend that's like oh my god that is freaking amazing keep doing it and they'll just pour into you like yeah it's incredible right who to hang out with and who not to yes yes i know i know and then this is where success i think is built in all areas of your life success isn't just financial but it's you know, the people we're choosing to be around, the things that we're allowing into our lives, and then the things sometimes we have to say no to. So when you said that, you know, people know three times to complain, I bet you, you're going to, like, it's going to get to a point where they they can't even have one chance. You're just going to be like, I'm over this. Like, no, you will just reject it immediately. 
Yeah, it's it's always so interesting too. I mean, so when Seth and I first met, holy complaint, complaint about everything. It was just like I still remember. I was like, "Would you rather uh, empty the dishwasher or complain?" He's like, "I oh no, what was it?" I was like, "Would you rather do dishes and complain or something else?" He was like, "I'll clean the whole kitchen if I can keep complaining." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like, what?" <laughs> and now and now he doesn't complain. Because it's just, yeah, well, because he would, it was like, he was just like talking at me when he was complaining. Right. And so I would listen and I'm like, "Mm -hmm." I'm like, okay. I'm like, are you ready to get back to life? (laughs) Like, did you feel better? (laughs) Of course, when he was healed over and got run, obviously I'm going to pay attention to that. I'm talking about like my back hurts or my knee hurts, you know, like those like trivial things. I'm like, okay, well, have you gone to physio? Have you done this? Like, or are mm. you just complaining to complain? So yeah, it's wow. really interesting. But yeah, there's no more complaining. That's so good. See, like you've created a life where her husband doesn't complain anymore. Like, yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he even finds it funny when people like come and, and complain to me and he's like, do they not get it? I was like, maybe you should tell them. You're like they just don't know that. They'll see my face soon enough. Like yeah. you're not available. It's like I'm not available for this at all. Well, you know, and that was one of the biggest things. Like I even even in government, like before all this, people would you know complain about their job or complain about this, and I'm like, okay, so are you applying for new ones? No. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. I got it. Got it. Okay. And I was like, oh gosh, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and like. Being a nine to five, being a nine to five, and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not judging it at all. It's such yeah. a different way of looking at life when yeah. you become an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting for sure. And just like the, I think the level of problems that people think they have are so different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because they can make that thing so big where here you are juggling like multiple things on the go and you're like uh, okay what are yeah. you complaining about yeah. um yeah i realized too, too right yeah of course i know i've realized too like the complaining doesn't work for me and i've like stopped that even in, like friend groups where you're talking about other people like Again, I'm bringing everything back to energetics because it's the energy that we put ourselves in when we're complaining. Complaining is a low vibrational state. So we're literally not realizing what we're doing. We're complaining, but then we're like reducing like our vibration to this, to being very minimal. So now we're attracting more of the people that are going to complain or more of the things to complain about because we're in this like, state of like okay oh my god look at my car now oh i have no gas oh i'm getting all the red lights like (laughs) the people that are always like why do bad things happen to me yeah well we're we're creating them (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about your beliefs here yeah yeah Oh man, I could talk to you for like all day, I feel. <laughs> I know you're so great. Like and you know, continue this journey because it's obviously changing who you are to mm. like be more expansive and like growth. Like our souls, I completely, you know, feel that our we're we're here for expansion and fuller expression. 
you know, how can we be more expansive? What are we doing in our lives? And Alfonso, right? He's really big on like the whole rubber band analogy. How are we, yep. if we're not expanding, we're contracting. For so sure. How, how can we continue to expand in our lives, even if it's, you know, taking the daily small things and it compounding over time to give mm -hmm. us this amazing expansive life. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. And we look forward to all of you that choose to join us on the five day free challenge. You can grab the link in the show notes to register today.